that's a whole lot of mess. Why? Well, you, you're giving me a look, so I, I don't you, you, know you have something good. to say this about that. This is just like a perpetuation. But... Thank you for tuning into Lurkers, the only podcast where a real life couple discusses the internet's top relationship problems every week. We are your hosts, Lily and Rafi. It's time, time to, to get, get real. real. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. <laughs> Episode 21. Old enough to drink, our episode is now. Our podcast is, I should say. And next time, we might be in person. Possibly. Possibly. Maybe. You don't know. Next time you hear it, you definitely will be. Lily. I'm in a lot of internal pain right now. I agree. I mean, I just listened to the new Black Midi album, so I feel an equal part of disdain for the rest of this world and whatever noise Lily just made on her end. Um, But we got a podcast to do, so disclaimer, Uh, this podcast is merely for entertainment purposes. Uh, we are qualified in no way, shape, or form to be giving any type of advice, so do not take our advice as bond. If you need actual advice from professionals, we have some links in the podcast description. And other than that, please don't sue us. Thank you very much. Let's go! First topic of the day is posted by you slash throw our way IG help. I... 22 female got added to a group chat, 20s to 30s female, that has been tearing me apart for months. I still have to spend another year with these people. How do I cope? I am currently in grad school in a small program. It's mostly men, but I do have a few female colleagues who this post is about. This was my first year and I have one more to go. The group chat is comprised of six women that I had classes with this year, both grad and PhD students. I tried to befriend them, but they were really standoffish to me, so I stopped trying and kept it professional. I'm pretty quiet anyway, so it worked out. Somehow I got added to their group chat on Instagram, whether they added me by accident or it was intentional. I don't know. But once you're added, you can see the whole conversation. There is zero talk in the chat of my academic performance and all about my personal life instead. My Instagram account is public, unlike my Facebook. I don't have any of them added on there and under my real name. I'm not ashamed of anything on it at all, so it doesn't bother me that they found it, but the entire chat was talking about how I think I'm so perfect because I have such a curated account and making fun of my posts. My Instagram account is aesthetically pleasing, to me at least. I post maybe two or three times a week and each post takes maybe 10 minutes to produce and upload. I also don't share anything negative about my life because I don't like putting that out into the world, but if someone approaches me to talk about stuff privately, I'd be willing to. I just don't air dirty laundry. I don't upload pictures of myself except when with my fiance or family, and this is once every few months. I don't think there's any disconnect. What you see on my account is what my real life looks like. I have about 800 followers and I'm not trying to be an influencer. I just like sharing my life since I'm far away from my loved ones and we all follow each other so it's a way of connecting. Examples of things I post. Exteriors of pretty buildings, decorating my room, things I baked, nature, my paintings, things I knit or sewed books, calligraphy, wedding planning DIYs, thrifted finds, outfits, Bible study, etc. 
All these got torn to bits in the chat. It really hurt. A lot of the criticism was about how I think I'm better than others or about my religion or that I'm dumb to be getting married this young. I got called basic, vanilla, painfully white, but some other hurtful words too. They talked a bit about what they thought my political beliefs were and all agreed that I was a Trump supporter, which I'm not. It got to the point where they went through my fiance's account too and were talking about how he's definitely going to leave me and they joked about one of them sending him nudes to get him to cheat on me, which he wouldn't, I trust him, but I thought it was really gross of them to talk like that. They never really talked about their classes with me except one girl said the dress I wore that day was ugly, haha. So I guess the chat was made to discuss my Instagram only. I'm still kind of in shock about how to process this. I don't know if they've noticed I'm in the chat now. My fiance told me to screenshot everything and record the whole chat and clicking on their profiles. I did that and also made my account private. He is telling me I should report them to my school as well, but because it's entirely not related to school. They never said anything about my presentations or thesis. I'm unsure of how to proceed. The semester has already ended as well. What do I do? TLDR, I got added to a group chat that was making fun of me. How do I proceed? What the fuck is going on in here on this day? It's, pre it's pretty <laughs> simple. These people suck. And just just leave. Like, that's the thing with social media is, like, you're putting yourself out there. You have a public account. Like, you're offering yourself up to the world for scrutiny. And it's like, if you don't, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. I don't know. Like, you obviously sound like you have nothing to be insecure about. So, like, just leave the group chat. Don't associate with these people. They sound annoying. And it's like... Yeah, and if they're tearing apart your life, that's probably just reflecting on insecurities that they have. Um, and no one needs friends like that. That's facts. That's absolute facts. Like, it, it really is more of a reflection on them than anything, and seeing as you haven't gotten close to any of them, um, because, quote-unquote, they think that you think you're better than them, um, I think the reality is that you are better than them, and they think that you're better than them too. And as a result, they are trying to tear you down so that they can feel better. And like, girl, you have your life together. You're about to get your PhD. Like, these humans are, will soon be irrelevant in your existence. Um, you wanna keep it professional, then keep it professional. That's all you gotta do. Um, but yeah, I agree. Leave the group chat. And you can report them if you wanted to but report them for what like you're you're put you're posting yourself on a public it's cyberbullying to an extent but they weren't they weren't bullying her. her it was they weren't adding her like she just found the old posts like they probably didn't realize that she would be able to see stuff prior to when she got added even still that is definitely a form of cyberbullying okay but like like grow uh, and up like, depending no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think you should just say, like, that's whack. But I'm saying if you really felt the desire to get back at these humans, yeah, you probably could report them to your school because that is probably cyberbullying. But, but no, like, that's not cyberbullying. If they were, like, posting it on her thing. It is cyberbullying because they added her to the group so she could see it. And, like, whether that was the intention or not, she still could see it. And that's still cyberbullying. Like, her being exposed to people literally just defaming her entire existence, yeah. And, like, for that reason, I, I don't think... Why do you disagree? What is because your reasoning for disagreeing? I already said my reasoning for disagreeing. I'd elaborate. I need, I need more context. The context is that, like, I just think that 
the cyber like crying cyberbullying is childish and not cyberbullying because cyberbullying is like intentionally harassing someone online and these were all past things it's not like they added her into the group chat and then started saying stuff like they probably i mean they sound dumb and they probably started dumb people and didn't realize she'd be able to see the previous posts and like i just think it's dumb and this is why i don't post this on instagram and also why i don't engage with petty people um that that's fair and like i i agree with that but my point is just like and my life's not even together <laughs> arguable it's arguable take but like if, if you're gonna talk crap about someone online you better make sure they don't see it otherwise if they do it very easily can be claimed as cyberbullying i just that's, i that, feel that, like women in general are just petty and like you know it's like that whole like shark tank mentality where it's like people feel protected in a group and they see someone who seems threatening and has their shit together and you know, can't just be nice and be like, wow, like, so-and-so really has it together, like, good for her. It, like, attacks their own insecurities, and then they just have to tear it down. And it's... I mean, that's human nature, because people want to not feel less than. But I think for her not to feel less than, I I think I'd 100% agree with you in saying that she should just delete everything. Or she should leave the group. I think she should delete all the screenshots and the whole chat and just, like, never. Like, it's stupid. It's dumb. These people are dumb. These people are sad. And that's all you need to know. Um, Stay on your queen shit, queen. Don't let these presents get to you. Facts. All right, what do the comments got to say? CZ Hunk. It's their cake day. Happy happy cake day, CZ Hunk. CZ Hunk. Um, but they say, okay... Somebody added you to the group chat. Either one, this is another layer of bullying, or perhaps more likely two, somebody in that group wants you to know what's going on and don't sit right with them. What's funny is that mocking someone for per perfectly normal posts is pretty basic. When people are living their lives and not bothering me, I have nothing negative to say about them. People who look for something to be upset about are the real pathetic ones. Yeah. And to yeah. that, um, Tommy Two Likes responded. <laughs> Seriously, who even has time to participate in a group chat dedicated to mocking one individual, no less a bunch of grad students? It's arguably even worse than spending your time obsessing about the lives of celebrities. At least there's a chance that you aren't being toxic to yourself and those around you. It's not even worth getting angry about. Their life must be incredibly boring and sad if this is the best they can do to spend their time and energy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of that in this comment section. So, a senior professor chimed in. You slash 12JGC3 says, senior professor here. And this is typically, sadly, student academic games, SAGs. So, your fiance was right. Always document, unemotionally, I might add, fully. What to do? There are two avenues, really. Big and formal, which starts with filing a formal bullying slash harassment complaint. Depending on the country and university, it's usually a college or central ombudsperson. Ombudsperson? <laughs> Upside is it is formally and legally dealt with, as they must do, and you likely have legal fallback if they try to address it. Downside, they'll all be informed, interviewed, separated from you, 
and very angry. If you go this route, seek out r slash legal advice or an actual lawyer or both. And then you have the softly and softly option, um, which is find the program or department head or college dean and speak off the record with them. There are many soft ways to deal with these issues that avoid formality and drama, but they require these people to care in the first place, not always the case, and he might have the power to move these people off. Overall, such people are always a cancer, somehow more so at universities compared to my industry career. They are very difficult to dislodge and skew culture heavily at the expense of those like you. My advice, go big and formal, but first line up some support from one or two faculty you work with. You'll need friends. DM me if you wish more direct info based on your program or university, which can help refine thinking, or reply with what you feel comfortable to share. Yeah. No. I just, I don't know if I necessarily agree with this, but this person is a senior professor. What part? With her advice, or their advice. I, I don't, like, because, like you were saying, like, I agree. Like, I think that this is some dumb, petty shit that is a part of our generation and is something that, yeah, it's whack and, like, it can be formally dealt with. And you'd be right to formally deal with it if you feel so inclined. But at the same time, I just feel like the time and energy that you will expend dealing with this process will take so much more of a weight on you than just deleting the and reminding yourself that these people don't mean anything. These people are nothing. And that's why they feel that way. And that's why they're saying these things. And you are so much better than that. And if their lives were fulfilled, they wouldn't be in an Instagram group chat while they're in grad school spending their time like this. Like, you know. And it's just really thinking about how you want to invest your time. Um, Mockingbird82 says, Is there someone in the group chat who didn't say anything negative about you? Perhaps that person added you because they wanted you to know how awful the others are. I think your fiancé is right that you should report them. Honestly, they sound like jealous <laughs> That's some mean girl that should have stopped in middle school. Um, yeah, like we just mentioned, I don't really agree with the second half of that, but like, yeah, I do. Maybe like look back and see if there's anyone who wasn't saying anything negative about you and... If you want to, like, maybe reach out to that person and, you know, because that might be an actual friend, potentially. <laughs> and it's like, if you have to be in classes with these people and, like, you would like to know that you have at least one ally, you know, you all might be better friends. Spectrum 2081, I think we can stop this topic here because they give, they give an alternative form of advice, and that is a response to the group chat. Mm -hmm. Um and they say, you could certainly take it to the administration, but you could also message the group with something like, Ladies, I am so confused. I can't imagine why any of you added me to this chat. I can't imagine what sort of deep-seated pettiness possessed you all to create this group with the sole purpose of tearing my personal life and appearance apart. I haven't done anything to any of you to deserve this. If you find the courage to actually face me, do feel free to tell me why you think any of this is acceptable. Nothing I ever wore is as ugly as this. But what I wouldn't do is pretend nothing happened. It's not your job to suffer silently so others don't have to face the consequences of their actions. That's a fair point, but I, I agree with Spectrum2081. And just, like, lay into them in the group chat, hit them with some message like this. That was a good message, I'm not going to lie. And then delete all the shit. Just delete it. Like, leave. Be like, you can maybe drop your number in as like a mic drop be like text me if you want some help smoke maybe you could, you could block them too yeah yeah you're clearly a great human 
And maybe you're not a good human. Maybe you're a bad person. But at the very least, you're a person who cares about what they're doing and you know what you're doing with your life and you're happy with what you're doing with your life. And you care about those close to you and that's more that you have so much more than any of those people in that group chat. And that is why you're being treated the way you are. So Eurostep, these mark ass very called for them. And Oh wait, could I actually read another comment? I think this would be a good Please one. Do. Um, this is like a little bit more on the whole reporting aspect of it. The last eggplant commented, I work in student conduct professionally at a university and watched a bullying situation that was reported play out in the law program two years ago. Based on my experience in my institution, which is a large higher education institution in the U.S., I wouldn't jump straight to reporting this. And I think the advice from other higher ed folks in the comments is pretty bad advice. If you try to have a conversation with the department head, they're likely going to be required to report it because of the possible harassment implications. If you report it directly, it's questionable if this would actually rise to the level that a prima facie decision would be made, meaning that they may not pursue an investigation at all, and if they did, it would likely be a long, stressful, embarrassing, and in the end, unfruitful. What I would recommend doing is looking for the Title IX confidential resources at your institution. At mine, they're in the office of the Dean of Students. At yours, they may be in student affairs somewhere else, in the counseling center, or directly associated with your Office of Investigations and Civil Compliance. Likely, they won't be within the Student Conduct Office. Once you locate them, they can confidentially walk you through what a report would entail and give you some guesses as to outcomes. They can share a timeline with you, things like that, and do a warm handoff to the staff who you report to, so it would be less stressful. If you need help locating resources, you can let me know the institution via private message and I'll take a stab best of luck. I agree. I have I have had very poor uh maybe my reasoning upon reading this and being made aware of my own reality and how effectively useful or excuse me, effectively useless these um college departments with dealing any form of harassment or student conduct in general or professor conduct. Um I think that the general uselessness of those departments leads me to lean towards, like, yo, take this on your own, like, take this on the chin and keep going. But, like, this is this is good advice if you are to go the professional route. Um, but, yeah. yeah Final yeah, advice. Yeah. These people ain't this. You're, You're a queen. queen. <laughs> what up? Rafi's not recording. Oh, wait. Also, I really want to start an ASMR channel. I've been talking about this for months. Like, here, wait, I'll practice. I really want to start an ASMR channel. Just help people fall asleep. This is the sound of squish. This is the sound of my lunch. 
It was a fun size bag of Skittles. the sound of my knockoff airpods case opening and closing and lastly for y'all we have some tea bags I just hate that I'm going to have to edit that. <laughs> Can I tell you how badly I want to open this? I understand the... I understand the impulse. It's just cornstarch, though. It's not cornstarch. Yeah, it is. Don't bite it. Do not bite it. Do not... Lily, Lily, bad Lily, why are you doing this? <laughs> it's not Bunnel. toxic. If it's just cornstarch, that's edible. <laughs> um, y'all didn't send us a user submitted comment, so whatever just happened was your middle segment, and that's your fault. Congratulations, you played yourself. All right, so for the last topic of the day. We are talking about host from you slash throw RA money gift who says my 29 female ex 30 male gave me a huge monetary gift for my birthday and my boyfriend 32 male is demanding I give it back even though I could really use the money right now. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We didn't fight often, but since my ex has been back in my life, we've been fighting a lot. I have a four-year-old son with my ex. He didn't meet him until two years ago. My boyfriend really hates my ex. Admittedly, it's not completely unwarranted. My ex kissed me when he first came back into my life, and he is really cold towards my boyfriend. He also has told me my boyfriend isn't good enough for me or our son. I've had a word with him, and he's gotten much better, but there's still some lingering tension between the two. My birthday was a few days ago, and my ex gave me a huge monetary gift. He said it was to make up for the years I wasn't there to support our son. I tried to return it to him, but he kept insisting I keep it, and my financial situation hasn't been great recently, so I did. I told my boyfriend yesterday, and he blew up. He told me to give the money back right now, and is very angry at me over it. We had an argument and he stormed out and he hasn't been responding to any of my calls or texts. What do I do? TLDR. X, who I share a son with, gave me huge monetary gift for my birthday. My boyfriend got mad and told me to give it back. We had an argument and now he's ignoring me. What are your initial thoughts on this? I am very opinionated on the subject. Um, yeah, I feel like if the gift was... For the son on the son's birthday that would be a different story um, however it very much sounds like your ex is trying to scam his way back into your life 
and I do think he should financially support you raising your son. However, I think that he is crossing many lines and has a history of it, and I, my initial thoughts is that I, I understand the, the monetary gift should be nice, but those should be going to your son and not to you, and if he can't differentiate, then you need to do some child support type-ish because he should not be interfering with your current relationship. Um, especially after he dipped for the first four years of your son's life. So, or two years. And and that's my, that's my thing. That's my thing. Is the, the boyfriend, the current boyfriend has been <gasps> in this child's life. Oh my god! What, what was that? The squish- A few moments later. First off, let me start by saying that my initial advice is I think you should dub your man, dub the ex, um, return the money and make amends with your current man. I think that this man is actually in your life to support you and be out here. And he's out here like caring for you and trying to do what's best for you when this other person really seems to just kind of be just now trying to insert himself in your life for whatever reason and i think regardless of that reason whether it's well-intentioned or not you have this person in your life that's actually trying to be trying to be there for your child and you and i think that's far more important but all right and on to the top comment top comment is from taco eater one two three four um and they say very few people are capable of actual selfless acts of that magnitude if I had to guess, your ex is going to use that gift as a moral justification slash leverage to insert himself into you and or your son's life moving forward. You can keep the money or not. Obviously, there are advantages to keeping it, but if you keep it, know that you're signing up for the ex to have an angle to keep coming into your life and work with your boyfriend on a plan for how to manage that. Your boyfriend probably sees that too, and it's why he's not comfortable with it. It's not his decision, but it's fair for him to have concerns and expect you to hear them. If I'm wrong and your ex really is just a truly kind and selfless person, definitely respect his wishes and keep it, but I didn't get that vibe. But yeah, no, I completely agree with that top comment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completely agree with it. Um, I, I think regardless of what the ex's actual intentions are, your, your boyfriend has e every single right to be upset. Every single right. And is it a little immature? Immature to be upset? Maybe. I don't think so. Immature to like not really be talking. Not maybe. Either. Like they're but but I, I don't I don't really think it's that immature, but like even if it is, like this person really like they feel some type of way about this because it's like, yo, like I'm here and you're messing around with your ex for what? Yeah, okay, I think messing like, around is like a a loaded term. I mean, it's just like it's like why why are you why are you entertaining anything he's doing? Because he's the father of the child and offering financial support for. But this other person is clearly here trying to also offer that same thing, and what, that's why he's getting so upset. Yeah, but like just like what I was saying before, where like this guy coming back in and offering financial support for the child that they had together. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I do think the gift to her is inappropriate. Um, 
Yeah, so the the reply to the top comment from can't resist you ex said exactly having very fixed boundaries that you and your boyfriend agree on regarding your ex that don't change depending on how much money is given may help. Then you can take the money for your child and be free of any leverage. No matter what the ex feels he's entitled to, and this may put your boyfriend at ease. And like that's just that's all I was saying, is like if this money is for the child and for the child only, then like this ex has no leverage or no door into her like, they have a child together at the end of the day, and that's just the reality of the situation, and he is obligated to give her some sort of financial support for that. Then do it through actual channels and not under the table. Like, I mean, like actually make this I man mean, pay if, child support. I mean, if they support. are, if that's the case, and he's willing to just offer up the money for the child, that's one thing, and also is saving OP a lot of lawyer fees and a lot of time and energy, if he is offering it. But I do think setting clear boundaries that you discuss with your current boyfriend ahead of time and then giving these boundaries to your ex like you don't want him coming around maybe you could work out a potential visitation thing but like he's never going to have a family with you and making that very clear to him this is the family matter you are not family oh do you want to read the the giant glowy comment yeah the giant glowy comment is kind of a, a major plot twist all right so you slash dark Sable Dev has a game changer of a comment that is glowing. And it says, hijacking the top comment because I see most people are reading this are missing a huge piece of information. All of the adults here suck. The ex for assaulting OP, belittling the new boyfriend and how he treated OP at first. The boyfriend for being immature and trying to dictate she return the money instead of using it in the best interest of the child and the OP for not setting boundaries, and the huge bit that she left out of the post. The ex didn't choose to be out of the child's life. OP lied to him and hid the fact that he had a child until that child was in the hospital. And then he quotes a post of hers that says, he didn't know I kept the baby. He told me to get an abortion when we found out I was pregnant. That's why we broke up. I obviously didn't, and I never told him. It, I felt justified at the time, but honestly, it was just an awful and selfish thing to do. When our son was two, he got really sick and ended up hospitalized. It made me realize how horrible not telling him was, so I called him so he could meet him just in case he didn't make it. Our country is in serious trouble. Edit. Edit. There's an edit to this comment as well. Before before we insert our new opinions. Um, for... For some of the commenters below me saying that he's trash or failed as a man because he didn't want a child, you all suck and you're perpetuating toxic masculinity. It's okay to not be ready to have a kid or not to want one at all. In your 20s, given this economy, it's not really surprising that the idea of having a baby might be terrifying. It's also 100% okay to walk away from a relationship if you have different views about this. We don't know the situation, but the baby was clearly an accident. Realizing you have very different values from your partner after a moment of crisis is a reason to break up. That has nothing to do with your ability to be a parent if there's actually a baby in your life. I am in a horrible position to have a child. It would completely ruin me both financially and physically. If I had a partner I was with, knowing that, chose to keep an accidental baby yeah you better believe that disregard for her partner would sink the relationship in an instant that doesn't mean i wouldn't do everything i was able to to support the child and be a parent though okay okay so first i'm gonna address the edit because i think that's the easiest thing to address i think it's saying that he's trash because he didn't want the baby whatever that's fine but like also it takes two to make a baby 
if you are not using proper contraception, if you are not using the pullout game, and you have a baby, guess what? You have just as much of an obligation. And uh, at that point, you're at the whim of the woman. And that's just how it is. It is her right at that point. You did your part of the insemination process, and her choice at that point is all on her because of what you did. That's on you, bro. And if she chooses to have the baby, yes, you should be choosing to support that and be choosing to go with her whims. Unless you clearly define at this point that no, there's no reason to do whatever. Like, I don't want anything to do the, with the baby. But then to come back two years later, which seems like what you, that seems like no. what you did. That no, very much she's seems saying like, right here that she hid what? it from him until the child was in the hospital and then told him. So, like, it wasn't his choice. But even still, if... if if she said if she said that she didn't have if she said that she wanted to have the child but he, and he but it's said just that he, he did he, it, he didn't he know that peace, she kept the baby I I still think I still think she said she obviously didn't she never told him like honestly and I also disagree about like this whole thing where it's like all right it's on the guy for inserting and then it's on the girl whether or not to keep it like i don't know i yeah it takes two to make a baby and it also takes two to raise one so i think that the whole making the baby having the baby is a two-person decision and like i yes it is the woman's body at the end of the day but like having that baby like whether they stay together or not still is both of their decision and i don't think that justifies what she did at all or like puts the father of the child out for what he did like i don't think he did anything wrong yes him coming back and having no respect for her current partner whatsoever and like kissing her and just being totally disrespectful yeah like he sucks for that um and i do agree with this commenter that everyone in this situation sucks this poor child um <laughs> but i i don't think the boyfriend is the worst in this situation like yes that money should be going towards the best interests of the child but like I think he has a right to feel some type of way. But also, just as a counter, like, she ma she actively made this decision. She sucks. Let's let's get this straight. Both she and the ex suck. Because, like, at the end of the day, she made this decision not to have the child. Or to have the child. And if she wanted to have that child, she should fully have taken on all the responsibility of having that child. If she knew that she wasn't going to tell this man. And been honest with, or been honest with him for one thing. Like. But like, even if she wasn't going to be honest with him, she should at least realize that this is her responsibility and 100% hers. And the fact that this man is coming back into her life and she's like, yeah, I guess I'll take whatever you have. Like, no, that's up. That's up. And that's up to put the boyfriend in that situation too. Because now it is this weird triangle of like, oh, well, this is my child, but this other person's like, yeah, well, I've kind of been the primary caretaker. And then this other person's just like, well, I just kind of want resources, which seems like her general thing. But, I okay, okay, okay. But, like, it's still his child, and, like, he wants to offer support, and, like, that's how this works in all situations, is that even if the child is living with the other parent 100% of the time, child support is very much a thing. Step-parents are very much a thing, like... But then that's what go through legal bounds. Go through legal bounds if you feel that strongly about it. But 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 they don't need to. Usually you go through legal bounds because the father of the child or whoever is not the primary caretaker of the child is refusing to give money and here here he is offering it. So like, I think as long as clear boundaries, she like comes up with clear boundaries with him with her current partner and they agree to them. 
all parties agree, like, dragging it out through the legal process isn't going to change anything. And, like, yes, there needs to be a clear distinction between money for the child and money only be, being given for the child and making it very clear to this man that, like, she has no intention of having a future with him. Yo, honestly... <laughs> Based on this new piece of update, I'm changing my initial advice to the boyfriend. Run, bro. Run. Let the ex and her figure it out. For real. Like, I don't care how much you love this girl. She's... If she can hide having a child from someone for two years until she thinks that they're possibly going to die before she tells the ex, yeah, bro, don't don't get involved in all that. That's a whole lot of mess. Why? What? You, you're giving me a look. So I, I don't you, you, you have something it. to say this about that. This is just that. like a perpetuation that women are fake. It's fine. I, I don't want to go into it. What do you mean? No, go into it. Educate me and and because you, you're gonna be educating people. Well, who are I've been saying to, the same thing the entire time. Me. But why? Why is this? Why is telling? Because why this guy sucks too. That? The boyfriend. Yeah. And, like, acting like she's a damaged woman, like, she, she admits that it was an awful, selfish, quote, awful, selfish thing to do. And she clearly does not want to be with her ex. She's made that very clear. But it so just... it's, like, just telling him to run no matter how much he loves her. Like, that's just, like, perpetuating the stereotype that single mothers are damaged and unworthy of having a having a relationship afterward or just that they're damaged goods in general well, like i just think that's, that that's something really toxic to perpetuate um because this guy clearly sucks as well like everyone in this situation sucks yeah but i'm just saying there's levels to suckiness and i'm not saying that she's damaged i'm saying that she's up for being able to hold be able to hold the well, lie like that obviously obviously but the thing is like she doesn't but she doesn't think that that's a good thing. Like, she admits that it was a terrible thing to do. And it's like... I'm just saying, the capability... Somebody having the capability of doing that in the first place... And we don't know that her current boyfriend is an angel. This is true. This is true. <laughs> but... <laughs> and he's clearly a little immature. But at the same time, like... I don't know. For me, lying about having a child... That damages, because it's not just damaging her, you know? If somebody's doing, if somebody does something that they keep under wraps that's exclusively, like, a personal thing, that's fine. And, like, I don't think that that regards as damage. That often, it, like, there, there's so many levels to that. But if you're doing something that's directly going to hurt someone else, like depriving a child of a second parent, depriving and like depriving the other person that you had the child with of even having an initial chance like yeah, i think like, that's we messed can't, up but like we're dwelling on the past here and like this is something she's admitted fault to and it's like she's obviously trying to look towards the future as is her past partner hopefully as is her boyfriend is and like for, in order for future progress to be made like their boundaries need to be set and i don't think just throwing your cards on the table and running away from the table at full speed is going to help anybody grow. Maybe her ex should just, if she does, maybe she gives the money back and tells the ex, you know what, if you really want to help Save this, this child, for my son's birthday. Exactly. Save it. Yeah. Put it in, start an account for him. Maybe buy some yeah. bonds. Maybe put some stocks 
Like do like do this for Or her. even just have a separate account set up. Like in like this money is designated for the child or like yes, I will accept this money, but I'm letting you know that like on terms of me accepting it, all of it is going towards our son. Yeah. A compromise is a really useful way to solve a problem between two people. AMJ8 asks a good question as well. They say, do you still have feelings for your ex? That needs to be addressed honestly before you do anything else. As for the money, it seems like he has ulterior motives, but technically he should have provided child support for those two years if he had known for of the child. Um, if you had clear boundaries with the ex, it would be better. But if returning the money is detrimental to your child, you do have to factor that in. Your child has to come first. That's good advice. And then OP responds, quoting, do you still have feelings for your ex? And they say no. And... That sloth duke says, OP, if your situation requires you to accept money from your ex, this isn't the way. Child support is not his gift. It is the money he should be providing for your child, not to you. It sounds like he isn't legally responsible for it. So if he wants to, you should be accepting payment from him as child support. Gift giving for birthdays is something that should be done amongst friends. This person's not your friend. Treating him like that will damage your relationship. My advice is to give the money back, and if he wants to pay something, to give it as child support rather than a gift. Yeah, I entirely, I entirely agree with that. Same. Um, Yo, Snoop Pickles, I'm sorry, but maybe this is the reason. Uh, Snoop Pickles is outing me right now because, like, I, I spiritually resonate with the energy that he's, uh, he's given off in his comment. They say... So he kissed you, gave you a large sum of money, and tells you that you can do better than your current boyfriend. Your ex's intentions are so painfully obvious. I'd be pretty pissed if I was your boyfriend, too. It's likely he may use the gift as a manipulation tactic in the future, but I don't know the guy. I'm just talking from experience. Bang. Bang. Yeah. Bang. Um, in response to that, I want to read this comment by Animal7293. And I agree with this. Um, they say, I don't really understand why people are downvoting this. Also, here's my two cents. Take the money, but know that you don't owe him anything in return. A gift is a gift. It could also be your boyfriend's having an ego reaction to this gift because your ex is, quote, taking a man in your life type of action. But this is unfair because that's money for you and your kid, and your boyfriend should be glad if you can put his ego on the side. To get a more female perspective on this issue, you should consider asking this question in a different sub that's predominantly female. And, like, yes, I do think feelings are valid, and I do think that ego should be taken into account and also like she made it very clear she doesn't have feelings for her ex and if, if we're if we're if we're talking about egos though if we're if we're getting into the conversation of egos like uh, men being emotional often just gets conflated to their egos acting up so like we're gonna let's get into this if we're talking because about ego she should put her ego to the side she is she's no she's not no she's not she should put her ego to the side and be like this person who is clearly out here trying to support me who has been out here trying to support me feels well, some type of way okay. about this i'm just i'm just saying i am just saying well she is person, like she's talking to her boyfriend and it, like i will say it and i'll say it again like her and her boyfriend need to come up with clear boundaries and relate to this person yeah, I, I don't think she owes him anything, and a gift is a gift. And yes, how she chooses to use that money, however, is tricky. If she uses that money to go buy herself and get her nails done, like, that's a whole different story than her using this to, like, get her son baseball cleats or something like that. Like, it's, it's very different things. And yes, I do think one is wrong morally, and the other one is a lot better. Like, yeah, the the ex can react how he wants to react, and if he's being manipulative, like, let him leave again. 
Um, but at the end of the day, a gift is a gift. Use it for your child and tell this man that in the future it needs to be in the form of child support. I think there there has to be legal devices for this. Give the money back. My, so here's my final advice. Here's my final advice. Give the money back. Or use the money for court fees in order to set up a child support payment plan. Um, and like visitation hours and stuff. Because at that point, you're establishing boundaries on a very real level. And like th I, that's what needs to happen. If you want to keep your boyfriend in your life and you want the ex to still help out, that, that needs to be what happened. Otherwise, whether it's an ego thing, whether it's an emotional thing, I can understand where your boyfriend's coming from and just being angry and not wanting to deal with this. Um, and I personally think that's fair. I, I think it's a very fair feeling from him because you, you, you are struggling. There's just zero boundaries here. That like all boundaries that could have existed have been crossed at this point, and those either need to be we with redrawn by a third party, aka the legal system, um, or pick one, your boyfriend or your ex. I I really think those. I are mean, two she options. did make it clear she doesn't have feelings. She did say quote that she didn't have feelings, but like also this OP is, seems very um, flaky and yeah, I I do think that. She needs to talk to her, her current boyfriend first and then make it very clear to her ex that they're not friends and that he's only in her life because of that child and his role is in that child's life and not in hers. But yeah, that's my final advice. Word. Oh, and I think my soup just got here. Oh, yeah. Perfect timing. Word. So let's sign off real quick. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Check out. Um, send us comments, survey monkey, you know, ask us questions, hit us up in the Instagram DMs if you want. Um, other than that, uh, we got mental health resources in the bio, but thank you so much for tuning in. Episode 21, next episode might be in person, who knows? Maybe. But have, have a great, a great week, week you and Larry's. See, See you next, next Sunday. slash relationship advice podcast.